Hey, good evening, USA, International, Canada, Long Island, aka Strong Island, plus the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens. This is your man, G Money Stacks, aka the Greginator, YouTuber, host with the most misunderstood, lonely nomad, unstoppable independent podcaster, the man who holds the door of the bat door of the bus by Jamaica Queens, and of course, Roosevelt Field Terminal, and Queens, New York native of Lawrenton, Queens, New York. And you're rocking and hanging out with the with me on the 120th episode of of the review show, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast. I do apologize for the long hiatus and, and the delay and stuff. I just had a lot going on as far as like, you know, random, random um, circumstances. So um, hang on one second. Yes, I had some random circumstances in life, of course, um, came out the blue or whatever. But, um, you know, I'm back right now and I am going to do my best to record more of this um, podcast episodes in this platform right here. So, yeah, that's all I had. To, that's all I had to, to mention. Um. We're live and direct from StreamYard and YouTube and alongside with um, the Instagram live feed of the podcast show page. Make sure you turn on your notifications so you can be reminded of when the show um, recordings is going to be um, going live on the air via live stream. All right. And speaking of live streams, Grab the subscribe button for me on the Meticulous Vibe Juice podcast um, YouTube channel page. Um, be able to tap on the notification bell and alongside with alerts, so you can be reminded of when each um, when each. Hold on a second. As I was saying, make sure you make sure you um tap on the notification bell alongside with alerts so you can be reminded of when the podcast uh, re recording episodes is going to be going on the air via live stream, along with the date, day, and time. All right, make sure you leave a like and a comment along with the episodes and tell us what you think about the review topics and everything else in between. Uh, make sure you make sure you listen, stream, and watch these episodes. Download the episodes, even add the podcast to your favorite playlist, along with your favorite episodes, and I'll handle the rest at the end of the recording. All right. Um. And 
one major thing I want to say actually is 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 the simple fact that there's been some um, new key components to Spotify for podcasters, which I will actually. Um, it, it's not only the Q and A, but it's also um, the polls for you to for you to recommend your podcast episodes and all that other stuff. There's new features, which I will discuss that on my other podcast platform um in the future so so stay tuned for that one right there all right and i hope y'all had a nice weekend and along with everything else in between hope y'all was safe and sound uh, without any drama and and yeah that's all I, that's all i had to say actually so Okay, so let's get into the first thing I want to get into actually is is a little thing that I like to call hold on a second. Let me just yeah. Before I get into anything, let me just make sure. Um let me see, yes. All right, so we're gonna get into a little thing that I like to call. Um, hang on a second, man. Um, yes, some music Kool Aid. All right, so this is um pertaining to hip hop history. I'm gonna get into it right now. So let's get into it right here. So um. Just bear with me here. Bear with me. Um, Okay, so let's get into a little hip-hop history. Um, a little hip-hop history, actually. Um, I'm actually going to go to... Hang on a second here. Hang on one second here. Before I even get into the movies to review, um, I'm going to do a little hip-hop history and stuff. So, um, and this one is dedicated to... Um, one of the one of the one of the movies that that people actually know about actually one of the movie soundtracks 
um, of course, has to do with, um, of course, it has to do with um, Menace to Society, the, the movie soundtrack, actually. So, um, here it is right here. So, on this date in 1993, Jive Records released the soundtrack to the blockbuster hood classic Menace to Society featuring various artists. The 16-track hip-hop assortment peaked at the pole position on Billboard's top R&B and hip-hop albums, along with singles, music videos were produced for the song Straight Up, um, Straight Up Menace by MC It and Trigger Got No Heart by Spice One. It has been certified platinum by the RIAA since October 11, 1994. Um, classic tracks include Spice One's Trigger, Trigger Got No Heart, Two Shorts, Only Through Only the Strong Survive, which is I have which I have dependent, um, as well as some East Coast flavor from Brand Nubian. Um Lick them motherfuckers. <laughs> oh shit. Boogie Down Productions. Um, the P is still free, and Pete Rock and CL Smooth's Death Becomes You. Just as timeless as the movie during the era when soundtracks were everything, the M M Double I S soundtrack. No, the Menace to Society. Excuse me, the Menace Society soundtrack is sure to bring back that bi-coastal hip-hop nostalgia. Um, so yeah, that was your um that was your um music Kool-Aid right here. We're gonna get into some movies to review, actually. And in this episode, we're gonna be reviewing um the the two movie versions of Fears. All right. So um, let's see. Let's see. Um, hang on one second. Okay. Now we could get into um in a second oh boy wait a second yes let's get into some movie man cave popcorn all right let's get into it here
Okay. Um. Yes. So. Yes. So we're gonna get into um the two movie versions of Fears. So this one is made in 1996 and the other one in 2023 so first and foremost we're going to review the one in 1996. all right so fear is a 1996 american psychological thriller film directed by james foley and written by christopher crow it stars mark Wahlberg, reese witherspoon william peterson Alyssa milano and Amy Brenneman. It revolves around a wealthy family whose seemingly perfect life is threatened when their teenage daughter begins dating an attractive and mysterious young man. Um, and um, yeah, and and this was distributed by Universal Pictures. It was released on April 12, 1996. I was little at the time when it came out. <clears throat> Excuse me, and um, the budget the budget for this film this film is. Hold on, the budget the budget around this film is about twenty point eight. Hold on a second. Sorry about that, folks. I had to lower my volume because of the noisy planes. Um, so yes, as I was saying, um, the budget for this movie is about twenty point eight million dollars. All right, so that's 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 a lot of money, actually. If you really want to get technical here. Okay. The film was largely um, derided by critics upon its release but became a sleeper hit in the spring of 1996 grossing 20 million dollars at the u.s box office it has since become a classic a classic film um while at the same time launching teen idol status for its two two young leads mark Wahlberg and reese witherspoon who were romantically linked at the time of the movie's premiere. Wahlberg was nominated for the MTV Movie Award for Best Villain. The film's own producer, Brian Grazer, described it as fatal attraction for teens. Okay, so let's see. And... Um, yeah, um... Fear was released on April 12, 1996, and 
1,584 theaters. It opened at number four at the box office, making $6.3 million in its opening weekend. By the end of its run, the film earned $20.8 million in the U.S. Um, and I'm pretty sure there is a soundtrack to this. Um, so the, the tracks for the soundtrack goes by, um, Jessica by the Almond Brothers Band, Greenmon by Dink. Come Down by Bush, Wild Horses by the Sundays, <laughs> Machine Head by Bush. I, I remember listening to that with the music video, of course. Um, Something's Always Wrong by Toad the Wet Sprocket, Um, Animal by Prick, Stars and Strikes Forever by CHS Municipal Band, The Illest by Marky Mark. And I revived by one love. Okay, so Fear holds a 46% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes based on 39 reviews with an average rating of 5.20 out of 10. The site's consensus reads, Fear has an appealing young cast, but their efforts aren't enough to consistently distract from an increasing overblown and illogical teen stalker story. On Metacritic, it has a score of 51%. Based on reviews from 16 critics indicating mixed or average reviews. Mick LaSalle of the San Francisco Chronicle said, um, fear is hard to resist. On one, on one hand, it's a shameless thriller that makes up for the inedibility of its story by consistently being bigger, faster, and more appalling than you might expect. On the other hand, it contains enough truth about fathers, teenage daughters, and young lust to distinguish it from most thrillers and ground, ground it in vivid emotion. It is a nightmare fantasy for fathers. Director James Foley and screenwriter Christopher Crowe keep raising the stakes all the way to a finish that's something out of the Straw Dogs. It's a maddening, satisfying, junky, enjoyable picture. Um, Owen Gleiberman of Entertainment Weekly gave the film a positive review, further um, accrediting the comparisons of Fatal Attraction. Writing, Fear is a teen Fatal Attraction and surprise, it isn't bad. He did, however, criticize the finale. Director James Foley does a fine job evoking the sexual tensions between father and daughter and rogue suitor, but he has less luck with the inevitable garish climax, which is so unconvincingly staged, it never even makes it over the top. Gene Sisko gave the film a thumbs down while Roger Ebert gave it a thumbs up. Sisko called the picture 
predictable trash with an inspired title and with a third act which nose dives into pure mayhem it's shocking that such a film was made by the same director who gave us at close range glenn gary glenn ross and after dark after dark my sweet this is not worthy of his talent it should have been titled who's that boy ebert claimed the movie generates genuine psychological interest with an effective and suspenseful suspenseful portrait of a family under siege Movie historian Leonard Maltin gave the picture two out of four stars. This passable slasher epic benefits from top stylish direction and from decent performances. Still, it's on it's awfully derivative, um, especially the climactic showdown. Mark Wahlberg is menacing as the love struck hood, but he could benefit from diction lessons critical re revaluation of the film has proved more positive than its initial reception with carter burrell's score being especially well received one critic has since stated that although dismissed by some reviewers upon its release as a sensationalist historical form formula form you formulae form you aic piece um fear has improved with age the film was placed as number 19 on bravo tv's 30 even scarier movie moments i must say there has been some um i must say there has been some um adaptations i didn't even know there was some adaptations to this to this movie but um which is really interesting actually um and this took place on may 23rd 2019 it was announced that universal pictures and imagine entertainment would produce a remake of the film with brian grazer again producing along with karen lunder as co-producer jonathan herman was reported to adapt crow's crow's script for a modern audience and Amanda Stenberg was in talks to star. In October 2022, it was reported that a television series, a, a television series adaptation of the film is in develop, development at Peacock. <sighs> well, I don't know, man. I don't know. There's there's some there's some movies that's made into TV shows that actually does good versus the ones that is that don't so good luck with that one now we go to the 2023 version of fear all right
right, so Fear is a 2023 American horror film directed by Dion Taylor, co-written by Taylor and John Ferry, and starting, excuse me, starring Joseph Sikora from um, Power, Power, um, the prequel, um, Power Book Four Force, actually. Yes, 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 yes. There, yes, yes. Power Book Four Force. So, Andrew Bachelor, Annie, um, Ionzet, Ruby, Modine, Edo Goldberg, Terrence Jenkins, Jessica Elaine, and and Tip T.I. Harris. Okay, so let's see what this is. And this is from um Hidden Empire releasing. And of course, um Hidden Empire Film Group. I think they're independent. So and the uh, the budget was the budget um what is it? It's crazy, man. $2.1 million. The film was released in the United States on January 27, 2023. It received generally negative reviews and grossed $2.1 million in its entire box office run. Sheesh. Damn, son. Damn. Damn. Damn, son. Damn. Now, um, let's see. Now, the film originally titled Don't Fear was shot in 17 days in Kai Burt's California during the COVID-19 slamdemic in August 2020. August 2020. The film score was composed by um, Jeff Z- um, Zanelli, who scored several of Taylor's previous films. Now, we go to the reception. Hold on a second. Yeah, wait. Um... In August 2021, it was reported that the film has been retitled Fear and was originally set to be released on Valentine's Day weekend in 2022 as the first release of Hidden Empire Film Group's new distribution company, Hidden Empire Releasing. The film was released in the United States on January 27, 2023. It was released via video on demand on April 25th, 2023. Um, on Rotten Tomatoes, um, not to me, people probably listen to Rotten Tomatoes as much. Um, the film holds an approval rating of 21% based on 19 um, reviews with an average rating of 3.9 out of 10. Matthew Monaco of the Austin Chronicle wrote, it is frustrating to watch fear carelessly um, oscillate between creature creature feature, haunted house movie, and folk horror. In the end, the scariest thing about fear is its stock video opening montage. 
not a compliment any director wants to hear. Katie Walsh of the Tribune News Service praised the cinematography, score, and sound design, but criticized the script as proving that it is it is possible to have too many ideas for just one film, she added. Deadliest of all, fear is just not scary. The, the jump scares don't land. The fears themselves are all a bit silly, and it feels like Taylor is holding back for the majority of the runtime. Common Sense Media, I can't believe that shit is, is a thing. Um, Jeffrey. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, wait. So Jeffrey M. Anderson gave the film two out of five stars, writing, in quote, uh, despite a diverse cast and a nifty location, this soggy inert horror movie unfolds with a most unimaginative collection of worn out genre staples, starting with its bland title. Richard Roper of the Chicago Sun-Times gave the film three out of four stars writing, there's nothing subtle or deeply original about fear, though it does feature some impressive, a bet low-budget special effects, first-rate production design, and strong performances from the cast. It knows we've been we've seen a dozen other movies about a group of a group of friends who meet up in the country for what they hope will be an idyllic weekend only to see things quickly go from mildly disturbing to truly weird to deeply concerning to horrifying bloody damn hold on
up next will be Shooter, another Mark Warburg film. Um, Shooter is a 2007 American action thriller film directed by Antoine Foucault and written by Jonathan Lampkin based on the 1993 novel Point of Impact by Stephen Hunter. The film follows Force Wrecking Marine Scout, Scout Sniper veteran Bob Lee Swagger, who is framed for murder by a mercenary until operating for a private military firm. The film also stars Michael Pena, Danny Glover, Kate Mara, LaVon Helm, and Ned Beatty. It was produced by Lorenzo D. Bonaventura through D. Bonaventura Pictures and released by Paramount Pictures in the United States on March 23, 2007. It grossed $95.7 million on a $61 million budget. Wow. Wow. That's not bad, though. That's not that bad, though, if you really think about it, though. Hold on. Yeah, so man, that's that's not bad though. Um of course, obviously. Um Okay, obviously, um, obviously there is, um, what is it? Yes, yeah, so the whole cast of the movie is in there. Um, there's certain actors and actresses I'm probably not familiar with, so I'm not even gonna go over all of them. So, so let's, um, let's skip on to, um. Let's get on to the music here. So the, the score to the film was composed by Mark Mancina, who recorded the music at the Todd um, AO scoring stage in Studio City, Los Angeles, um, using a 
uh, piece orchestra conducted by Don Harper. A score soundtrack was released by Lakeshore Records and co-produced and no, excuse me, co-published by Shoelace Music on March 27, 2007. The song Nasty Letter by Otis Taylor plays over the end of the film and credits. Um, so the setting of the movie um takes place in British um Columbia, Canada. If I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, British Columbia, Canada. Um, um, yeah. I'm not gonna mention the uh, the other locations. I'm not gonna mention the spoilers or anything like that. So, hold on a second. Shooter grossed $47 million in the, in the U.S. and Canada and $48.7 million in other territories for a gross total of $95.7 million against its $61 million production budget. The film grossed $14.5 million in its opening weekend, finishing in third at the box office behind TMNT with 24.3 million dollars and 300 uh, at the time um 19.9 million dollars wow wow um Yes, yeah, so critical response on Rotten Tomatoes. The film holds an approval rating of 47% based on 147 reviews and an average rating of 5.6 out of 10. The site's crit critics' consensus reads, with an implausible story and numerous plot holes, Shooter fails to distinguish itself from other mindless action thrillers. Uh, media, excuse me, Metacritic assigns the film a weighted average score of 53 out of 100 based on 33 critics indicating mixed or average reviews audiences polled by cinema score gave the film an average grade of b plus on an a plus to f scale manola dodges excuse me um of the new york times called the film a thoroughly reprehensible, satisfying, violent entertainment about manning guns and things that go boom. Dodges described director uh, Fuqua's technique as overshot and over-edited, but he said he has a knack for chaos and the, res the result is pretty enjoyable. Kirk Honeycutt of The Hollywood Reporter gave a positive review but was critical of the weak characterization <laughs> in 
if the if the movie only lavished as much thought and care of its characters as it does on each intricate set piece um shooter um might have been a classic honeycutt says the problem is the screenplay by jonathan lampkin and the source novel point of impact by film critic and author stephen hunter he highlighted Pena's Pena for his performance and praised the technical aspect of the film, particularly the stunt work and the camera work of Peter Menzies Jr. Tony Hawkins of Empire Magazine praised the movie. Um, the sequel, Ready Swagger Challenges, um, Born's um, Supremacy with an impressive shoot 'em up, work it out action drama. Some film critics saw the film as left leaning in, po in its politics. Let me give a shout out to the to the crew from Up Next Podcast. Thank you for viewing this. I appreciate you. Um, hold on. Sorry about that, folks. It was a loud plane flying around my crib, so I had to lower the volume. Um, so, um, okay, so including arguing that the main villain, Senator um, Mitchum, is an analogy for then Vice President Dick Cheney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's, fu that's fucking funny. <laughs> oh, man, so... <laughs> so the DVD so the DVD was released on June 26, 2007, reaching the top of the US sales charts. The film earned $57.6 million in DVD sales and in the North America Paramount movies in North America in the North America. Yeah. Paramount movies released the film on 4K Ultra HD blu-ray on march 
Okay, now I did not know that there was a TV series. Um, I had no idea. Um, in 2016, USA Network picked up a series of the same name based on the movie with, with Wahlberg as a producer and Ryan Phillippe as Swagger. Hmm. I didn't know there was a movie about that. Um, so, so, so the TV series version of Shooter is an American drama television series based on a 2007 film of the same name and the first three novels in the Bob Lee Swagger series by Stephen Hunter. The show stars Ryan Phillippe in the lead role of Swagger, a retired United States Marine Corps Scott Sniper from from Marsock, living in seclusion, who is coaxed back into action after learning of a plot to kill the president. USA pick, USA Network picked up the pilot in August 2015 and ordered the series in February 2016. Um, yeah, so so the so the casting, not only Ryan Phillippe, but Chantel Van Santen, Omar Epps, Cynthia Adai Robertson, Eddie McClintock. Josh Stewart and Gerald McRaney. And it did seven, it did three seasons. Wow. It did three seasons. That's interesting. Um, so the series was originally to originally set to premiere on July 19, 2016, but it was postponed due to it was postponed to July 26th due to the July 7th um, Dallas police officer shootings. Oh gosh. USA pulled pulled it entirely after the Boston Rouge off police officer shootings on July 17th. Cheese. On October 3rd, October um, 2016, USA announced that the new premiere date for shooter would be November 15th, 2016. On December 19, 2016, the series was renewed for a second season that premiered on July 18, 2017. Um, on December 4, 2017, the series was renewed for third season. On August 15, 2018, USA Network canceled Shooter after three seasons and its final episode aired on September 13, 2018. Damn. Damn, son. Damn.
Yeah, I would be, I would be pissed if one of the TV shows that I watched was my favorite got canceled. Hold on. Yeah, I would be I would be mad as hell if one of my favorite shows got canceled and shit, man, over some dumb shit. Oh my man! Hold on a minute. That's not what I meant to do. I would be pissed if one of my TV shows got canceled too. It would be it would be a, a whole whole mess. Believe me, I, I I feel that too, man. That oh man, yeah, that'd be crazy though, man. Seriously, that's crazy. Yeah, that part two. Yeah. Um Okay, so um <laughs> Oh man. Man, believe me. It would be it's crazy, man. That's crazy right there, man. Um Yes, so all right. I'm not even gonna go over I'm not even gonna go over the ratings and shit, man. But um yeah, the reception of the TV series, um Shooter received mixed reviews from critics on the review aggregator Rotten Tomatoes. The series has an approval rating of 47% based on 17 reviews with an average rating of 5.75 out of 10. Um, the site's critical consensus reads, Ryan Philippe's efforts aren't enough to salvage Shooter, a tedious, underdeveloped drama that lacks an original voice or perspective. On Metacritic, 
which assigns a normalized rating. The series has a score 60 out of 100 based on 11 critics indicating mixed or average reviews. Yeah, um, had no idea this was going to be, um, had no idea this was going to be um, a TV series. Now, because Halloween's around the corner, I think it's best if I actually um, review The Omen and, of course, Fright Night. We're going to go with The Omen. We're going to go with The Omen, actually. So, The Omen is a 2006 American supernatural horror film directed by John Moore and written by David Seltzer, the fifth installment in The Omen series. It is a remake of the 1976 film of the same title, which was also written by Seltzer. This version stars Julia Stiles, Liv Shriver, Mia Farrow, David um, Tulis, um, Pete Pete Polsto, Pete, hold on a second, Pete Post Let Wait, Michael Gambon and Seamus Davy Fitzpatrick in his film debut. Oh boy. I wish people didn't have last names that's hard to pronounce. You know what I'm saying? Hold on. So it was released worldwide on June 6, 2006 by 20th Century Fox. It received mixed mixed reviews from critics and grossed $120 million against a $25 million budget. Hmm. Low budget movies sometimes could be successful too. I mean, you never you, you never say never. Um, yeah, never say never, actually. Um, yes, so, um, let's go to, damn. Yeah, this hasn't really been, um, so this, I don't think there's any review on this one, but. But um, yeah. So I don't know, man. Like it's crazy.
so the film was released on june 6 2006 referencing the number of the beast and mirroring the 1976 films um oh boy hang on one second Hold on one second, folks. I got to do something real quick. Hold on one second. I do apologize. Um, I had to restart my Instagram live feed. I don't know why it's actually um, it's actually uh, you know, ending my live stream like that though. But I'm not too sure though. But I will do a little recap actually for you people that's in the Instagram live feed. Actually, uh, basically um, we went I went over um, a little hip hop history of the of the menace to society movie soundtrack and just just reviewed the two movie versions of fear one in 1996 and one in 2021 in 2023 and just reviewed shooter the movie the rated r movie along with the tv series which i didn't really know about and and of course now reviewing um the old men all right, so you're not missing much. So anyway, so the film was re released on June 6, 2006, referencing the number of the beast and mirroring the 1976 film's similar release date of June 6, 1976. Um, the, the film recorded the highest opening Tuesday box office gross into in domestic box history, box office history in the United States for the first time by earning more than um, 12 million dollars as of september 2023 it holds the sixth highest opening tuesday at the domestic box office of all time behind spider-man far from home transformers last misera um um django unchained and sound of freedom film fox initially stated that the film earned um what is it 12 million 12 million now Twelve million six thirty-three thousand six hundred sixty-six dollars on its first day, but later Bruce Snyder, Fox president of distribution, admitted that they were having a little fun by manipulating the figure to contain the number of the beast in the last three digits. The film ended grossing um, one hundred twenty million dollars worldwide in the U.S., making it a strong success on a budget of. 25 million dollars it finished as the 59th highest grossing movie no grossing film excuse me of 2006 the 12th highest grossing r-rated movie of 2006 and the second highest domestic gross of the omen series when just when adjusted for inflation
All right. Um, critical response on Rotten Tomatoes. The film has an approval rating of 26% based on 165 reviews with an average rating of 4.6 um, out of 10. The site's critical consensus reads, even with the force of a classic behind it, remake fever can't hold up the hollowness of this style drenched omen. On Metacritic, the film has a weighted average score of 43 out of 100 based on 34 critics, indicating mixed or average um, reviews. Um, James Barandetti, Bardinelli, hold on, Bar, Bardin, Bardinelli, excuse me, um, commented on it, on, um, in quote, on every level, the Allman isn't just bad filmmaking, it's bad storytelling. He especially criticized its similarity to the original movie, which he also greatly disliked. Rolling Stone also gave them the latter point. Not since Gus Van Saint inexplicably directed a shot-by-shot remake of Hitchcock's Psycho has a thriller been copied with so little point or impact. Roger Ever gave the film a thumbs up and three out of four stars in contrast to his negative review of the original, praising John Moore for letting the strong story unfold itself rather than foregrounding visual effects. The Washington Post's um, Stephen Hunter praised the film. It's handsome in the way it's fast moving. Sleek, well-engineered, full of gooses and hunks. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. Some of the casting seems a little off. Still, still, it works. Um. Okay, so... So, other assessments from critics include John Moore's remake can't help but feel a, a bit stale. Um, this film is for people who's never seen the original and who are easily scared by mediocre horror films. Um, well, the first one's by BBC Film Review. This one is from Eric D. Snyder. Director John Moore has added some creepy visuals and assembled an unusually strong cast for a horror flick. Cornington in your post. Completely made and enjoyably played, but you do really end up wondering what the point was. Um, cinematic deja vu is most likely response by Empire. While Seamus Davy Fitzpatrick's performance did win him a chainsaw. Oh man. <laughs> A chainsaw, bro. Oh, man. A chainsaw award from Fangoria magazine. <laughs> oh, shit. Hold on.
I didn't know that um, Chainsaw Wars was a thing. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Chainsaw Award. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Chainsaw Award from Fangoria Magazine for the creepiest kid. David um, Tulis was, nominate, was nominated for a Razzie Award for worst supporting actor oh damn in 2007 but lost to m night um uh shy amalin for lady in the water In 2017, Slash Film listed it as one of the 15 worst horror remakes of all time, citing the direction as lifeless and the film pointless due to its fidelity to the original. Oh, wow. Wow. Just wow. <laughs> But that Chainsaw War shit is so funny. <laughs> Never really understood that right there, man. The Chainsaw War shit. Um, yeah, but anyway, man. Um, the last um movie to review is Fright Night. Um, Fright Night is a 2011 American supernatural horror comedy film directed by Craig um, Gillespie and produced by Michael DeLuca and Allison Rosen, Rosen's Wegg. Um, a remake of Tom Holland's um, 1985 film, the film screen, excuse me, the film screenplay was adapted by Marty Noxon, not Nixon. <laughs> it stars Anton um, Yelchin, Colin Farrell, Tony Collette, <laughs> Emojin Poots, Christopher Mintz, Place, and David Tennant. The plot follows a teenage boy who discovers that his neighbor is actually a vampire, which culminates in a battle between the two. The film held its uh, world premiere at the at the O2 in London on August It was released in the United States by Touchstone Pictures on August 19, 2011. Um, and um, let's see. So, 
Upon its release, Fright Night grossed $41 million against a production budget of $30 million. It received generally positive reviews and with many praising its humor and performances, notably Pharaoh. Hmm. Okay. Sorry about that. That was the wrong button. All right. Um, let's get to the uh let's see. Now I don't know. I'm not gonna not even gonna well, let's see. Um, all right, so let's. So, I didn't know there was a soundtrack to this shit, though, but um, did not know there was a soundtrack to this shit, though, man. But anyway, uh, I'm not even gonna go over this one. All right, so let's go to the reception. All right, review aggregator Rotten Tomatoes gave the film an approval rating of 72% based on 178 reviews and an average rating of 6.28 out of 10 the site's critical consensus reads it may not have been necessary to remake the 1985 classic but the new fright night benefits from terrific performances by colin farrell and david Tennant, and it's smart funny and stylishly gory to boot on metacritic um which assigns a weighted average score out to reviews from mainstream creators Critics gives the film a score of 64 out of 100 based on 30 critics um, indicating generally favorable reviews. Cinema score polls reported that the average grade moviegoers gave the film was a B minus on an A plus to F scale. Robert Kohler of Variety writes, Fright Night has a cleverly balanced mix of scares and laughs. Um... Fright Night opened in number six in the box office. The film grossed, uh, what is this, seven million seven hundred fourteen three eighty eight dollars in its opening weekend, and finished with a domestic grossing of eighteen million three hundred two thousand six hundred seven dollars and twenty two million seven hundred thousand dollars in other countries. Given a worldwide total of forty-one million two thousand six hundred and seven, um, against its thirty billion dollar budget. Okay. All right, um, let's see. Let's see. Um, although it did get some nominations. 
Yeah, it did get some nominations. So, um, so David Tennant got a nomination for Best Supporting Actor for the Fright Meter Award. Uh, Fright Night Best Makeup got a nomination. Um, it also got a nomination. The film, the movie got a nomination for Best Horror Movie of the Year. Um, by the Golden Schmoes. <laughs> <laughs> the Golden Schmoes Award. Oh man, that's funny. Yeah, go to Schmoes Award. That's a that's a funny one right there. <laughs> that's a funny one right there. Oh shit. That's a fucking that's a fucking laugh, man. Um so so Fright Night also got a nomination for um best best horror movie for the IGN Summer Movie Award. It also was a runner-up with Shark Night. With Shark Knight, um, best wide release film for the Figaro, no, excuse me, the Fangora Chainsaw Award, and and, and I can't believe it got it got the worst film um, category. Um, so DreamWorks Pictures, Walt Disney Studios Motion Pictures, and the AV Squad for Fear. The Night Awards got a nomination for Best Horror TV Spot, Golden Trailer Award. Um, Mark Aaron, Mark Aaron Wagner, Chris Brewster won for Best Firework, and Chris Brewster, Mark Aaron Wagner got um won for Best Fire Stunt for the Taurus World Stunt Award. Um, yeah. Now, I didn't know there was a sequel to Fright Night, but I'm not going to be reviewing that.
Okay, um, let me get to um, all right, let me get to the uh, let's get to a long time um segment that I've been holding off for, um, dedicated to um, video game releases. called the video games chamber here we go There's some games that actually came out this month, actually. So I'm actually going to go over the uh, the games that came out this month. Um, I'm I do apologize for the long delay of the future episodes. So anyway, so the games that came out already and and along with other dates. So um, Bilkins Foley for PlayStation Five, PlayStation Four, Switch, PC. Um, this gay this Gaia. Seventh Vows of the Virtualist, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Switch, PC, Scorn, PlayStation 5, Silent Hopes, um, Nintendo Switch and PC, Blossom Tales 2, The Mon- Monotour Prince. Yes, pr- re- yes, Blossom Tales 2, the Monitor Prince for Xbox Series and Xbox One. Um, Assassin's Creed, Mirage, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, and PC. Front Mission 2 Remake for Nintendo Switch. My Little um, Universe for Nintendo Switch PC. The Dark P- Pictures and Anthology Little Hope for Nintendo Switch. Uh, Wargroove, also on Nintendo Switch and PC. Borderlands 3 for Nintendo Switch. Um, hold on. Hold on, Wargroove um, 2 for Nintendo Switch on PC. Yeah, Borderlands 3 for Nintendo Switch. Detective Pikachu Returns, Nintendo Switch. NHL 24, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, 
Xbox One. Um, for all you gamers out there, um, if you haven't um, had a chance to cop any of these games whatsoever, you should go ahead and get them. Forza Motorsport for Xbox Series and PC. Um, Hunkai Star Rail PlayStation 5. Lil Gator game. PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, Xbox One. Um, Roblox, PlayStation 4. Wildcard Football, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch plus PC. Um, Total War Pharaoh for PC. Salt Sea Chronicles, PlayStation 5, Switch, PC. Lords of the Fallen, 2023, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, um, SpongeBob SquarePants, The Cosmic Shake, <laughs> PlayStation 5, Xbox Series. Um, that's going to be October 16th, which was a Monday. Um, Wizard with a Gun for PC, Cyber Knights, Flashpoint, PC, Mac, Linus, iOS, and Android. Um, Mortal Kombat Onslaught already out for iOS and Android. Skull Island Rise of Kong, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, um, and PC. Um, Sonic Superstars, um, also out right now. PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Wizard with a Gun, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series. Mike Mignoli. Mignola's Hellboy Web of Word. Word, yeah. Um, PlayStation Five, Xbox Series, PlayStation Four, Xbox One, um, Switch, and PC comes out October eighteenth. Also on the eighteenth, Slender: The Arrival, PlayStation Five, Xbox Series, um. And the 19th of October, Endless Dungeon, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, Switch, PC, October 19th. Also on the 19th is Galactic Civilizations 4, Supernova for PC, Gangs of Sherwood, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, and PC. Also on the 19th, Gargoyles Remastered, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, Switch, um, Hot Wheels Unleashed. Two Turbo Charge PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series PlayStation 4 Xbox One um Nintendo Switch um PC October 19th um Overpass 2 PlayStation 5 Xbox Series and PC The seventh, the seventh guest VR, um, PlayStation VR two Quest and PC, the Gap, <laughs> PlayStation Five, Xbox Series and PC, <laughs> um, October nineteenth, um, yeah, the Jackbox Party Pack ten, PlayStation Five, Xbox Series, PlayStation Four, Xbox One, Switch and PC. World of Horror, PlayStation 5, 
PlayStation 4, Switch, PC. Um, and um, yeah, I may not have time to get to the rest. So um, I will go over the Hot Wheels Unleashed 2 Turbo Charge and get to the rest. That's on the 20th to the 24th on the next episode, all right? Okay. All right, on to our, na- our last segment of the night, which is, I'm sorry, um, last segment of the night. I'm sorry. Um, let me see. Yeah. Hang on one second. Yes, yeah, so... There it is. I'm sorry. Yes, here it is. Um, Stream choices on the go. Let's do this. So, um, make sure you follow Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast on Threads and alongside with um, my other shows that I do for um, a weekly basis. Um, Excellent Fun Vibrant Talks Podcast is also on Threads alongside with Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Avenue Podcast that's on there as well. And um, as well as Instagram along with myself, um, all the usernames on threads is the same as it is on Instagram. So don't worry about that. Um, you can also follow me on the gram, which is G money stacks, triple five in Queens, New York, turn on your notifications. So you can know when, when I will be on Instagram live recording episodes, you're more than welcome to actually, um, chime in on, the review topics that I'm going to be reviewing and you're more than welcome to actually make a donation to my cash app and my, and my, or my PayPal. So, so my cash app is G money stacks, triple five. And my PayPal is G money stacks, Queens, New York. All right. So if you go to the link in bio, um,
if you go to the Lincoln Ball, you um on the gram, you're gonna see you're gonna see um a whole list of um streaming platforms where you could actually listen, stream, and watch the episodes. Especially, especially, you can add the podcast to your playlist of your favorite ep- your favorite episodes of the podcast. All right. So, um, starting with Odyssey, um, Audible, Amazon Music, Breaker, Bullhorn FM, Castbox FM. Yes, also the podcast is also on Deezer. Listen to those Moon FM podcast, po- Player FM, Pocket Cast, Pod Friend, Pod Hound, Pod Opolo, Podorama, Podcast Index, Podcast Addict, Pod Chaser, Podverse, Podcast Guru, Podvine, Snipped, Spotify, Spotify for Podcasters, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcast, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, the number one app for music, radio, and podcast, where you can listen to those options for free. You don't need a debit card or credit card to download iHeartRadio or any of the apps whatsoever. So, so go ahead and subscribe to every streaming platform that I just mentioned, and of course, be sure to follow the three podcast shows that I just mentioned, which are. Excellent Fun Vibrant Talks podcast, the Sports Edition show, Meticulous Vodges podcast, the review show, and of course, Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Avenue podcast. And also do the same with YouTube. Make sure you hit the, make sure you grab the subscribe button for me on the YouTube channel page of the podcast, YouTube channel. Click on the, the notification bell, the noni noni bell, actually. And um, be sure to enable alerts so you can be reminded of when each show is going to be, um, when each episode is going to be going on the air via live stream with the episodes that's going to be recorded with the date, day, and time. So you don't miss out on anything. And also, um, leave a like and a comment on the episodes with the review topics that we just reviewed today. Tell us what you think about it. You know what I'm saying? What do you what, what movies or TV shows or video game and video games and along with um you know hip hop history? Since I added that to what hip hop history do you want me to um review? Um, you know what I'm saying? And also um you can list make sure you listen stream watch the episodes in case you miss any of them be sure to download the episodes add the podcast to your favorite um playlist on stream platforms that i just mentioned and um 
and um also be sure to share the video share the episodes tell a friend to another friend and of course spread the word word of mouth is important and of course share the link with the podcast with your husbands wives wives um boyfriends girlfriends friends the people you are cool with from work and everywhere else where you meet new people all right so um that's gonna do it for me man i do apologize for the delay and everything else due to random circumstances um i'm your man g money stacks thank you very much for listening and tuning in and rocking with me on the 120th episode um of the review show meticulous vajus podcast um with the two movies um fears and everything else in between and remember the grind doesn't stop hard work pays off if you want something you have to work hard and earn it and um new york wasn't built in a day don't let anybody stop you from from following your goals and dreams all right and also um you know like i always say be on your be on your p's and q's on a consistency basis especially especially creatively mentally physically and spiritually alongside alongside with um confidence that gets you into your zone alongside with tunnel vision all right yes cool so so i'll see y'all in the next episode and and also um like i said before you can add your favorite episodes of course the of course you can download the episodes add the podcast and your favorite episodes to your playlist and everything else in between so you can hear more of me and everything else in between all right I'm out of here. Peace out. Um, One love. Peace out. Good night, everybody.
what's up everyone at home g money stacks here from the review show meticulous vibe juice podcast here you want to hear more from me i need your help on a few things go follow meticulous vibe juice podcast on threads and instagram tap on the notifications so you can know when i will be on instagram live doing episode recordings every week if you can grab the subscribe button for me click on alerts on the YouTube channel page, Meticulous Five Juice Podcast, for more live video episodes. Plus, after you click on subscribe, you will be reminded on the live stream recording of the date, day, and time. If you miss any of the new and previous episodes, don't worry. Every episode is already uploaded for you to catch up. Share your thoughts on the review topics in the comments section. If you go to my link tree slash meticulous virtues podcast, there are some links so you can listen, stream, and watch new and previous episodes on every streaming platform. Plus, you can download the apps and episodes, add your favorite episodes onto your playlist, including the podcast, which includes Spotify for podcasters, formerly known as Anchor, Spotify, Audible, Odyssey, Breaker, Bluehorn FM, CastBox FM, Deezer, Snipped, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. I'm your man, G Money Stacks, a.k.a. The Greginator. Thank you so much for tuning in, listening, streaming, rocking with me, and watching me on the podcast. One love.